Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of my podcast, Explore and Engage with Anam. The breaking news is that President Joe Biden has announced he is running for re-election. Incumbent President Joe Biden has announced that he is running for a second term. The question that comes to my mind is who is going to vote for Joe Biden? The American people are suffering because of Biden administration's policies. Because of his administration's policies, there is high inflation, there's energy crisis, there's supply chain crisis, there's a severe humanitarian crisis at the southern border, and so there are lots of problems that we are facing as a country because of the Biden administration's policies. And so people have no reason to vote for Joe Biden for a second term. Guess what? Socialist Bernie Sanders has reportedly endorsed Joe Biden for re-election. Senator Sanders, the socialist, he is supporting Joe Biden. And a lot of people had questions in their minds. A lot of people were wondering, is Bernie going to run again? Is Bernie going to run for the office of the president in 2024? And I know that a lot of people had this question in their minds. And now we know the answer. Bernie Sanders, instead of running for president in 2024, has decided to endorse Joe Biden for re-election. And I am really wondering how Bernie Sanders supporters are going to react to this news. When they find out that Bernie Sanders is not running and that he instead is supporting Joe Biden, how are the Bernie Sanders supporters going to feel? Are they also going to extend their support uh, to Joe Biden? I don't know. That's a question I have in my mind. But I think that Democrat voters in general, they have some very important decisions to make in 2024. All those folks who voted for Joe Biden in 2020, they must really ask themselves, what has Joe Biden done to improve the lives of the American people? What has Joe Biden done since he took office? What has he done to improve the lives of the American people? The answer is nothing. Joe Biden has done nothing. As president, Joe Biden has done nothing to improve the lives of the American people. His administration's policies have caused inflation, supply chain crisis, border crisis, energy crisis, and the list is very long. It's a long list of failures. It's a long list of problems. And I am pretty sure that as a result of all of these, a lot of people who voted for Joe Biden in 2020 are not going to vote for him again in 2024. I, I think that people really need to ask themselves some questions. And every middle-class, hardworking American should ask themselves, you know, should ask the following question. Since President Joe Biden came to power, has the real income increased or decreased? Since President Joe Biden came to office, 
are people paying more or less for gasoline at the pump? Think about how much you were paying for gas at the pump when President Donald Trump was in office. And think about how much you're paying now. If you just compare the price of gas per gallon under President Trump and under President Biden, if you just compare the two, I think the decision is very easy. The decision is very easy. It's very easy to decide whether to vote for Joe Biden or not. And I also want to ask uh, the American people, are you having to take money out of your savings account to pay for everyday things just because your wages and salaries can't keep up with the inflation? I mean, these are, these are questions that people will have to ask themselves. And I think the answers to these questions will help them decide whether to vote for Joe Biden or not in 2024. Okay, now let me talk about what's happening in our neighboring country of Canada. Some male Canadian lawmakers recently wore pink heels to raise awareness regarding violence against women. Male Canadian lawmakers, they were seen wearing pink heels. They were seen wearing women's footwear to raise awareness regarding violence against women. And people had some interesting reactions on social media. My question is, do men really need to wear women's shoes in order to show their support for the health and safety of women? I mean, is there a requirement that if a man really wants to show his support for the health and safety of women, that he has to wear women's footwear, pink heels in particular? I mean, I, I just don't understand why these Canadian lawmakers, these men, had to wear women's shoes. Why did they have to wear pink heels to raise awareness regarding violence against women? No one should be victims of violence. No one. Every human being deserves safety and security and a peaceful community, both men and women. So why do these men have to wear pink heels to show their support uh, for the health and safety of women? I mean, wh what's the purpose of pink heels? Why do men have to wear pink heels? I, I, I really don't understand what's going on. You know, I, I support a society that ensures the safety of women. I support a society that protects women. I support a society that ensures the well-being of women. But there's no reason for men to wear pink heels to do that. Talking about violence, let's let's talk about what's going on in New York City. There there's a lot of violence in New York City. I think we all know that. Reportedly, during an Earth Day event in New York City, a woman started throwing trash on the streets and a man was telling her to stop. And I, and I saw news clips and I read, re I read about this in the news and I also saw video footage of the incident. 
A woman started throwing trash on the street and a man was telling her to stop. And then some tension occurred and the man ended up hitting the woman. And this incident happened just feet away from Mayor Eric Adams. Mayor Eric Adams of New York City. That's the mayor of New York City. What a mess the city is. A woman goes around throwing trash on the streets. And then uh, things get very heated and a man who was telling her to stop ends up hitting the woman. Oh, this is all happening in New York City. But it's not just New York City that is full of problems. Let's talk about Boston. What's happening in Boston, Massachusetts? There is rat infestation in Boston. And guess what? Some people are calling for a rat czar. They're saying that there's a need for a rat czar to fight the rat infestation and all the, all the rat problems in the city of Boston. My friends, let me tell you that I never quite understood the need for these czar positions. Government is good at creating these fancy positions, even if these positions are quite meaningless. For example, the climate czar to address climate change issues. And as I've said before in my podcast, climate will change regardless of what we do. Humans cannot stop the climate from warming or cooling. We're not gods and we don't have godlike powers. And then the border czar. There's a border czar, but the border crisis continues. Millions of illegal immigrants have crossed into the United States. So what exactly is the border czar doing? And now there's a proposal in Boston to create a rat czar. And what exactly is this proposed rat czar going to do? Is the rat czar going to act like Pied Piper? Pied Piper of Hamlin. Is there a need for Pied Piper? I think there is a need for Pied Piper, yeah. I think instead of a rat czar, in the city of Boston, there is a need for a Pied Piper, somebody like Pied Piper. Somebody who is going to play on a pipe and get all the rats out of the city. Who has read the story of Pied Piper? I'm asking all my listeners, have you read the story of Pied Piper? I loved it. My mother told me the story of Pied Piper when I was a little boy. One of the best stories ever, and I remember it very clearly. There are things that we learn in our childhood that we never forget, and one such thing is the story of Pied Piper. So I think the city of Boston needs a Pied Piper. Imagine a modern-day Pied Piper solving Boston's rat infestation problems. Wouldn't that be awesome? I think that would be very awesome. And talking about infestation, did you hear about the lanternfly? It's called, it's called the lanternfly. The spotted lanternfly. It's a big pest. And uh, based on the news reports that I saw, it's it's an invasive it's an invasive species, and it was first discovered in 2014 in eastern Pennsylvania. It has colorful red, black, and brown wings and is reportedly causing havoc. 
reportedly it's harming plant life. And now the lanternfly is found in 14 states, according to the United States Department of Agriculture. And this is something that we have to pay attention to because it's being called a harmful pest. Um, I, I, based on the reports I'm seeing, I think experts are saying that this should be eliminated. I'm not an expert. I'm just telling you what I read in the news. And so go look online, do your own research, and learn more about the lanternfly. That's all I have for this episode, my friends. It's, it's a pretty short episode. I just had a few things in my mind that I wanted to share with you. And so I'll stop here. But before concluding this episode, I have to tell you once again that please go check out my website, tossifanam.net. On my website, you will find more information, not just about my podcast, but also you'll find my blog posts and uh, information about my published opinions, information about the books that I published, two poetry books, and um, you'll also find lots of information about me. So go check out my website, tossifanam.net. Subscribe to my e-newsletter. Stay connected with me. Connect with me on social media. And I, I will be back again. So thank you for listening to my podcast. And I will be back again with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.